Well, more now on the continuing coverage of foreign influence in our country. Global News has uncovered evidence and examples of Beijing potentially coercing Chinese Canadians to spy on others in their community. How do they do it? Alleged victims say Chinese police are treating their family members in China as hostages and threatening their safety. Jeff Semple, senior correspondent for Global News, has been looking into these allegations and joins us now. Good morning, Jeff. Hey, good morning, Simi. So what can you tell us about this situation? Yeah, so we spoke to a number of alleged victims of this Beijing spying operation here in Canada. And you know, for the most part, they are members of the Chinese diaspora here in Canada uh, who have been outspoken and speaking out against the Chinese Communist Party and attending protests condemning Beijing's human rights record, including a Uyghur activist named Mehmet Toti, um, who escaped China 30 years ago and has been very outspoken ever since about China's persecution of the Uyghur minority in China. Um, and he says that he believes that he has been followed, his activities have been monitored, and back in January of this year, he was campaigning ahead of a vote by the federal government to bring 10,000 Uyghur refugees here to Canada. And just before that vote, Mehmet Todi says that he received a strange phone call one morning from a man who identified himself as a Chinese police officer. Now, this officer uh, told Mehmet that he had some news about his family. And Mehmet then recorded the phone call and played this tape for us so we could listen to it. And in the conversation, the police officer tells Mehmet that his mother and his sisters, who have been living in China and who Mehmet hadn't heard from in a few years, were dead. The police officer said that they had died, all of them, from strokes. Now, his sisters were previously healthy and, and in their 40s. The officer then told Mehmet that his uncle, whom he was quite close with, had also had a stroke, uh, had survived, and his uncle was in hospital. And then the police officer put Mehmet's uncle on the phone so that he could speak with him. And Mehmet's uncle sounded quite weak on the phone and confirmed that the other family members had been killed. So this tragic, extraordinary phone call. And Mehmet believes that it was a clear message from Chinese police, the Chinese Communist Party, for him to stop his activism. Have a listen to Mehmet Todi. And you and your family members are paying the ultimate price. That is the reality we are talking about. And intimidation, threat, harassment, hijacking your family members, and pushing you to live under the Chinese shadow, even you are in free country. Okay, so then Jeff, who are these alleged spies who are, you know, help trying to help the Chinese government, or are they like, are they being coerced into helping the Chinese government? Like, who are these people? Yeah, that's it. We spoke to a number of them here in Canada who say that uh, they have been coerced by Beijing into spying. Chinese police and, and Chinese Communist Party on their own community members here in Canada. And they are just ordinary members of the community. I mean, we spoke with uh, one Chinese Canadian who lives in the Toronto area who says that he was coerced into spying on his landlord, who is a prominent pro-democracy activist named Shang Shui. Um, and he said that if he didn't spy on her, that Chinese police threatened his family in China, said that they would repossess their homes. Um, we spoke to a truck driver in Montreal named Erkin Carban, who came to Canada 20 years ago, but he went back to China in 2013. He's a Uyghur. He wanted to, in, to see his mother, who was elderly and sick. But when he arrived back in China, he says police picked him up. They brought him in for questioning. 
And they said that he would only be allowed to see his mother in China if he agreed to spy for Beijing. And they wanted him specifically to report information on several Canadian Chinese activists, uh, including Manet Tony, who we heard from earlier. So he says that he was introduced with it to his quote-unquote handler in China, uh, and that that handler then called him every week for information for six months. Now, Eric and Kerbat says that he only fed him false and, and irrelevant information, and after a while, he stopped calling. Uh, but even now, I mean, he says that he's viewed by some of his community and his Uyghur community in Montreal with suspicion because they just they don't know whom they can trust. Wow. Okay. So I know tonight on Global National, you're going to share some kind of firsthand accounts from people who say they have been targeted here in Canada for speaking out against the Chinese government. So what what more can we expect to hear, Jeff? Yeah. In some cases, we met people who you know don't have uh, close ties or family back in China anymore. Uh, and who have been targeted directly here in Canada. So one woman, Michelle Jung, who's, uh, who lived for years there in Vancouver, she's a Falun Gong practitioner, and she says that her family back in China have been killed or gone missing. Uh, some are in labor camps. And you know, 20 years ago, she started speaking out about their plight. And as a result, she says that she was targeted. She says that her car windows were smashed in. She says a man banged on her door threatening her children through the door. And she says that human feces were dumped mm. all over her apartment balcony. So just a series of horrible events uh, that she believes is linked to her activism. But of course, she has no proof of that. She's reported all this to police to no avail. And, you know, many of these community members said that they have been raising the alarm for years about this. But they're hoping that given the recent revelations about foreign interference in Canada, that those cries for help might finally be heard. All right, more on Global National tonight. Jeff, thanks so much for your time. Thanks, Simon. 911. 911. What's your emergency? Ah, I'm on a cruise ship. Ah, there was an explosion. Oh, my God, the ship is sinking. I can't get out. There's water everywhere. We're going down. I've got a lock on your location. Stay with me. Hurry, hurry. Hello? Are you there? Help is on the way. Angela Bassett and Peter Krause return in an all-new season of 911 on a new night. Thursday, March 14th on Global. Stream on Stack TV.